All right, here we are. Welcome, everybody. We start with Sultan Association Mission, Vision, Values. The association envisions a world where people of diverse backgrounds and abilities find commonality to work toward a positive future for the planet. The mission of the association shall be to cultivate community without borders, where people can learn from each other and experience <coughs> continual growth for the betterment of the world. The association achieves its mission through opportunities of transformative, lifelong learning and creative endeavor, ecological stewardship, community-based social enterprises. The values of the association are intentional gladness, compassionate interest, acquired enthusiasm. The founding of the association is inspired by anthroposophy and the Camp Hill community. Thank you. Patrick. Welcome everyone. How was your day? I'm looking at somewhat smiling faces. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, last week Danielle gave us a presentation and I suggested then we would return to it today to just talk a little bit about it. Even though Danielle is sick today, I still would actually like to do that, if that's okay. Mm -hmm. I know there are some news around the Arts and Culture Committee. Um, on the one hand, I have a larger point about the Association Committee, so I don't know which way we're gonna work that. But it kind of fits into each other, I guess. And I have asked the officers of the Sultan Association to also think about giving just a brief something, a brief impression of um, the board retreat that took place last Thursday. And um, again, Danielle is is now missing. So Lauren, that lands you and, you. and me in the hot seat. But then there's of course also Adrian who is present. And uh, I thought it would be good to just hear a little bit about that event, which is quite unusual, actually, in our, in our midst. I just also want to say that um, for all the listeners that aren't in the room, there will be a new podcast posted very soon. Uh, I talked with Adrian this morning about the whole idea and concept and current um, incarnation of Soul Kitchen. So um, if anybody is ever interested in that, please listen to it. it. It'll go up sometime this evening. All right. Um, shall we start? Let's start with... Where shall we start? Let's start with thinking back to the presentation and maybe... Um, I would be interested... So some of us had heard it before or heard parts of it before or um, I had never sat through an actual presentation. So for me, this was a new experience. I, I just wanted um, to gather together our impressions, our thoughts. Was that interesting, inspiring? Was it out there, way out there? You know, where, where did it land with us? I had asked us last week to listen through the lens of the association. So I don't know whether that made any difference with how you listen to it or whether it makes any difference with how we talk about it today. But uh, I would like us to cultivate that particular hat that is maybe not so clear as some other hats that we are wearing all day. So, But I'm opening the floor. How was it to hear that? to see the work that Danielle had done, both mentally, but also then putting this visual tool together. Thalia, you look in excited. Yes, I actually am. I, I think it, it was very moving, you, you know, and from the history, you know, and as an old champion solving timer, you know, yeah. What was moving? I, I, I think, think the, let, let me think. It went, 
when it showed things from the past and conversations, <coughs> and I saw the pictures and, and how mm. the living, and, and when Danielle said it about the, the, the empty spaces, mm. the hospitality, a lot of them basically. feels heavy with, like, how do we get from point A to point B? So it was just, um, to see pictures of other um, models of this working and seeing those pictures and then seeing uh, the picture she posted of, like, you know, the beautiful landscape here and just trying to, like, just juxtapose that onto, like, this could be us here and this could be a really bustling campus and, um, you know, amazing opportunity. But again, just thinking of, like, all the work that's going to have to go into that, but I don't think that we are incapable of that or that it's, you know, such a far reach. Um, but yeah, the way she presented it was super inspiring, I thought. Yeah, big dreams. Had you seen it before? Yeah, oh yeah, you were on that. <laughs> I was on the list. On the list. I don't know whether Danielle said it during the presentation or I heard her say it at other times, but uh, it struck me that um, when we pulled out the service provider piece, the Parcival piece, and really didn't know, so what are we going to do with what's left? Which is basically, like you say, Thalia, a bunch of empty buildings mm -hmm. and a handful of people. and. Um, maybe some ideas and maybe not really clear ideas. You know, it's, it's all in the realm of potential without grounding on the one hand. But somewhere Danielle then said, well, you know, hospitality is a thing Campbell has done forever. And the more I think about that, it's really true. It's always been part of the Campbell ethos that whoever walked in the door was being welcomed. It was being hopefully made feel um, well hosted and warmly invited and you know people could always pull up a chair and join a meal and you know all that kind of stuff is actually a quality we have always practiced not just here in Salting but really Campbell worldwide and that for me the idea of you know however it might manifest or also maybe it won't but if it were to manifest it's now taking something else that was just baked into the whole Sultan experience and make it explicit and make it strong and practice it in a clearer way than it had been done before. Actually much like Parseval with its uh, support of people now that, that is its own thing, very clear, very strong and doing its thing. So to me it's just another um, revolving of the wheel, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Hi Kathleen, welcome. Thank you. It's great to see you. We are talking about the presentation Danielle made last week. Um, I don't know whether you'd ever seen it, where she, she had put together a PowerPoint presentation on the idea and vision to build up the campus and its buildings as a retreat center and including overnights and all of that. So it was a pretty elaborate thing. I'm not going to go into it, but that's what we're talking about right now, just some reflections. I have a very long-winded reflection, but I, I, I think I'd rather wait till I hear other people. So. Reflect. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying yeah. I have stuff, and yeah. I just don't want to cut anybody else off. Because mine's a little bit maybe a downer. <coughs> Well, that's what I was thinking is like, as I look at this, because it seems like, is this possible? It's sort of like, I want to hear those ideas of like, is, the, is this possible? Is this something, is this the way we want to go? And are we including all the people we want to include? And is it, you know, that sort of thing. So I'm really excited to hear that side of it, just to see, just because I think sometimes it's good to sort of be like brought back down to earth. Sure. 
Sure. Well, I could be dragged up to heaven. <laughs> okay. <coughs> <coughs> well, I mean, just to, I've said, I've had this conversation with Danielle, so it's not like she's not here and this would be the only way she hears this. Um, and I'm not at all, like, sure about anything, so, like, I don't know all the answers. If I did, I would not be here. I'd be sort of in a yacht somewhere. <coughs> anyway, um, the issue that I keep coming back to is that, and this is maybe also partly my experience, and, and I'm sort of judging the future by, I don't know, the past or something. So can <coughs> I just clarify, are you talking just as Adrian, or Adrian, the executive director? Well, that's another whole just, conversation. Just... I don't know. The answer is okay. I'm here. I have reflections about this, and I'm sharing them. And okay. I, as the executive director, if, if you know you three stand very solidly for something, and the other board members agree with you, then either I do what you all say, or I say, you know what, I, I can't and I leave. <clears throat> um, and, and that's sort of a little bit maybe uh, an issue here, because at the end of the day, I think one of the major reflections I have to offer, which is sort of a bit of a, a tension, really, is as the person trying to at least at the moment be who's given the sort of task to to you know oversee the management of, of Soltang, um, you know I'm you know and it's I don't think it's a surprise for anybody uh, more focused on the bigger um, sort of let's just say uh, broader um, activities beyond this location, and I'm not. Uh, uh, sure yet uh, how much more there has to be done to get that to a, 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 the next level. I don't feel like we're there yet. I think we sort of started that and we're just trying to get to the next level, which could mean that we then can sort of plateau for a while. <clears throat> so this particular um, project is a bit of a, an issue for me personally also because I would imagine that that's going to require quite a fair bit of, of, of uh, resource um, of uh, management work because even though sort of Camp Hill has a long history of hospitality and this place has you know a lot of resources the um, the, the project to really create a full-scale um, retreat center like it's been presented, um, you know, the, the way I respond to Daniel is, oh, that just so you know might mean that I have to be fired and maybe you too to get some people to do that. I know that everybody has a lot of skills, but I just don't know whether I can do that and this, so who is going to do all that? Because maybe it needs some person who's really amazing at just getting things done which maybe I'm not. So, so I'm a little bit uh, coming from that angle of like, I'm not sure how we can do both these things. Um, and clearly I have the issue of possible that I'm, I've made clear to both boards that, you know, I can't be executive director and CEO of those two organizations even for the next couple of years, I think. So there's that issue, which is sort of mm -hmm. partly my, that's really more my issue. But I still think it's legitimate to say that, um, you know, wouldn't it make sense to rather look at a, a sort of a smaller scale retreat center and then sort of like either find out that, you know, that's actually what we can manage or if for some reason we find out we can make it a bigger deal then we can see how that might be possible. <coughs> and or not just a, a smaller scale retreat center, but how about also, and this is I think the the kind of thing that where we get a little bit stuck, some form of collaboration. And I <clears throat> have found it's interesting that in this particular project, and then this one-on-one -on -one project, and actually even in this small thing, which is this Soul Kitchen project that I'm particularly involved in, you know, there's this question, should, you know, can we collaborate with the Demudas group? Can we collaborate with the Raman Diet? Can we collaborate with Beaver Run? And I'm just sort of like, finding it interesting that all of these things, the issue is it's a big space or it's a space that we can't really afford um, and we find these people who want to collaborate with us and can we or can't we do it, what does it involve, what does that mean about us, what do we learn about them, you know, and, and I personally am of the opinion that I would like to explore that before saying, you know what, 
I'm not going to point out whether Beaver Run is a community that really we could get resources from and help us to do this thing, which will be maybe a little bit like what Danielle did, and a little bit maybe a little bit different based on the collaborative you know process with that group. But it actually is sustainable because you know they have some resources that we would be then not having to provide. Um, so you know that's my sort of downer type thing of like, well, maybe we could find some people to work together with to make this particular project out here a little bit more doable, um, and then we can do the same in Phoenixville. So, yeah. so I, I feel bad having to say this, but I, I know, because I know it's like, you know, maybe there's another person who can do both these things, and why should I be here saying, you know, we can't do it? Actually, the board should decide, actually, we really want to do both these things. And if you say you can't do it, then we'll find somebody who can. What resources are you talking about when you talk about collaborating with Beaver <clears throat> Just like with the others, it's, it's a connect, it's a, you know, there's a guy who can make run, and there's a guy over there who probably knows how to fundraise, and there's a, there's a guy and you know who can you know make things to sell at 101 there's, there's somebody who knows how to do academic uh, programming over there i mean there's just right. there's right. people, I, I just people to know and what... people and i guess um, economic resources is the other thing so they have a combination of that just like in all these three examples mm -hmm. where people can do things that maybe we could be helped to do things there's a bigger network of people so you know So this would meet your, Lauren, your... Well, I was thinking, like, I, I <laughs> totally see what you mean. I love, not I love, uh, I think it makes sense to start on a much smaller scale. Like, I, when I look at Danielle's presentation, I see, like, if we could have it all, this is what it would be. And um, I think the example of, um, is it the Springer Theater Group? How, like, she's renting Whitson, and she's going to have this really awesome program there <coughs> that is, like, you know, she's actually paying us to be there. And then, um, but actually we could say like, hey, and like maybe check out this program that's here on our campus, but it's not draining our financial, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if we could do that sort of everywhere, you know, how it's sort of, we're, we're collaborating and it's benefiting us either financially or because like you said, resources. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it's like the Sultane campus, that's like the name, the brand kind of thing and that we're all still a part of it, but that we definitely probably need to bring other people in to yeah. make it happen. Exactly what I just said. <laughs> you said it better. Um, but I think like, I, and I don't think that bringing people in should like di dilute us. You know, I think that we are gonna obviously we're stronger with people who have great ideas and are creative and intelligent and have lots of resources ourselves. So I think it's just like a matter of, you know. But whenever you collaborate, you risk being overwhelmed. Like the. It could be that in a couple of months' time, people see Soul Kitchen and think it's a ramen place. But there's a, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, we, you know, the cafe gets diluted into this fiber of the market, or people come here and think it's Beaver Run, which, you know, like, the, the real point is we have to do what we have to do to, you know, and like, make our identity shine. And yeah. I think it's just, you know, you can get married and you can just lose touch with everything because you just become that couple. I mean, there's so many ways you can do that if you don't pay attention to what you stand for. I just think this is a challenge for us. Yeah. Um, if I could just come in. So the Beaver Run thing has been floated once just briefly. We actually haven't heard anything more about it. I think collaboration is really the way to go in all kinds of directions. I think collaborating with whom and how is maybe more of a process, how to, how to develop that. Um, so I would welcome, I think I had asked you and Danielle to, to, to actually introduce that topic here. Can we, can we do that when the two of you are here? Uh -huh. and, um, just so that we hear actually something what is really going on in people's heads. I, I, I don't actually know that so well. Um, I have some reservations and I have some excitement around this idea and um, don't want to presume anything just yet. It might be that, <clears throat> I mean, let's just say 
you know, you've got the peer review committee that's now meeting. It almost might be necessary for mm -hmm. a additional group to meet about, um, I don't even know what to call it, strategic planning maybe? Mm -hmm. Because, uh, you know, this is a very limited time now. Yeah. And, uh, and, or, and or, you know, I can at least meet with multiple people to have multiple conversations. And it can be over phone or it can be whatever. So mm -hmm. all I'm saying is that uh, um, I think, you know, just so you know, that Beaver Run wants to know, like at least, you know, uh, was it Klaus came and said, so when, are, when is this group going to have something to say about what they think? And I said, look, that's going to take a while. And I think that uh, it's a, it, it, it could be a concern that we take so long that it becomes a fait accompli that they just say, you know what, it's okay. And, and I think that would be a shame, just not to have explored the possibility. And what exactly, and I'm sorry if you said it before, but what exactly is Beaver it wasn't wanting, said to, before. wanting to do here? There is no, there is no plan. Oh, okay. They all are, the only issue is that they have a need for some space in terms of both temporary and potentially long term. They have some sort of, you know, things like, some things that are easier to connect with us, like they have a, a you know, sort of like an inclusive um, a kindergarten that could be something that could come here more easily. They have the Camp Hill Academy that is really, you know, it could be anywhere. So they're the easy ones. Then there can be other things. And that's really where it gets a little bit like, well, what, what could that be? So the answer is there's no, mm -hmm. no one's walking around here like knowing what's going to happen with Beaver Run. They're just aware that we're looking for, we have, uh, you know, property resources that we are not really 100% sure how to, uh, to utilize, you know, sustainably. And they have a significant property deficit that they are looking to figure out how to resolve potentially by raising up to $20 million to build a greenhouse, a big hall, I don't know, name everything else here. Right. That, that's the issue. Which it might be a bit of some small or larger combination of any of those things. And I'm sorry if this sounds like a silly question, but it would just be like a lease type of thing? Like they just need to lease space so they can do what they need to do? No, no, it could be, you know, it could, it could, it, you know, if we just said, you know what, like where we want to get out of here, we could sell it to them, or we could just amalgamate, or we could like sell a bit, or we could lease that, or we could just say, you know what, let's just call ourselves the Camp Hill, you know, regional something else, and they're part of that. I don't know. There's yeah. I guess I'm just seeing like this opportunity that as we're growing a retreat center, and we're only using maybe Aduna, for example, um, and then, you know, Beaver Run is using whatever we're not using, but as we grow, they're, they are shrinking here, but then I guess that never solves their problem. They're then going to have to waste twenty million dollars, maybe five years down the road, to then build all that stuff. Yeah, but if we've developed a relationship where you know some things we see actually work in a collaborative form that they can use our big hall for right. some events, then and we can time it and figure it out, then maybe they don't need to build that hall. Right. But you know, I don't know. There, there's it's clearly a, a large. There's initial conversations, but then once even we decide we want to go ahead and look into it even really deeply, it's going to take a while. Well, it seems like if Klaus is saying, like, oh, sorry. Okay, to, to you finish. To asking sort of this group, like, when to present, it sort of seems like they need to present to us first, like, what they even want before we can say, yeah, we want that too, or no, I we think want they're that. looking for a conversation rather than that because yeah, yeah. they okay. might adjust what they think. I mean, it's really like, it's not like, Hey, we want this. You want that. They're, we're coming at it as a, as, a, as a community within a community, so or as a two communities rather than hey, I need to buy something from you. Oh, yeah. So might it make sense to? Um, I mean, there's now a bunch of stuff that is hitting us. This hour almost seems too short. I think we really should turn to this Beaveron topic next week seriously. Potentially, then invite who is it? Then is it Klaus? Is it Beaveron Circle? Who? I think they don't want to talk to us until we've gone through something ourselves. Mm -hmm. But if we don't have anything to go through with, well, I think the first is step is: do we said. want to have any? Do, right. we, do we want to get kind of closer to Beaveron? Are we even interested? Okay. If they, if if we say, you know what, no. Okay. Then why bother? Like if we say we are, but it depends on what, then that would be the next thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So so let's turn to it next week with the question: Is there an interest or no? 
Yes? Yeah, I, yeah. Have people got feelings that they're never going to overcome? I don't know. Yeah. Again, recognizing that we are actually not a decision-making body. We are just a open-your-arms body, <laughs> if you like. Um, that could potentially inform the leadership of Saltin and potentially inform the board of Campbell Saltin. So that's the pathway I see in terms of what our input, where it lives. Um, is that fair? That's mm -hmm. fair, right? Yes. So if we can turn to that next week, that's great. We had Danielle's idea last week and then we have two things to work with and see how they match or where, where they can enhance each other or whatever. Any more reflections on the presentation or are we done? Okay, Mason. <laughs> yeah, I have a couple of reflections. Um, I too share the excitement and the context of the dilemma of Parseval pulling out kind of took our um, need from our solution. It's as if uh, Danielle's presentation was a solution looking for a need or for a community that wants that kind of retreat center or those kind of services. And so the scale question of how do we find who we could serve now, and it could be Beaver Run, it could be local. Um, and the, the other quality was all the slides she showed of these artistic communities, France, Switzerland, and so on. They're all built around a real master artist in their field. Um, so it kind of reminds me of, I don't know, like, some of these colonial living museum things where you have the glass blower, the silversmith, the cartwright, and all these traditional skills. One of the exciting things I found in Danielle's pre presentation was almost a full circle quality of Sultane coming back to its roots of being this kind of healing place and for serving the young adult <coughs> community. Um, and I think there could still be something there to come back to or grow. It's as if she had this wildflower seed packet and there's many different things in there that could grow. And one of the needs that Sultane originally stood for was that college-age person with special needs. And um, there could still be something there. Or there could be that integrated something there, that all of these arts, horticulture, food connected, land connected, uh, painting, movement, all these things could be, you know, integrated activities that benefit <coughs> people of West Vincent Township, Phoenixville, the surrounding area. I mean, we, we recognized last time that we're kind of near Philadelphia or Washington, D.C., but, you know, how could we start just small and local and build something up? Were some of the thoughts that were stirred in me um, in her presentation. So it's, everyone said good stuff. Okay. Any other comments to this topic? Listeners, I see a lot of smiling faces. I think we'll move on. Is that okay? All right. Um, so I will lead into the committee considerations that I've had at hand of um, my awareness of Danielle's process of trying to put something together vis-a-vis um, -vis the association and committees, and then Patrick, I'll hand it over to you if that's okay. Um, I think I shared after Christmas that um, one of my core questions is really the relationship of the Saltin Association, specifically the core group, to the Saltin organization, specifically the leadership group. What, what is our job actually and where, where do we echo, where do we resound? It's, it, it's really something that I think would ideally be an active question for all of us. Um, but once I saw more of Danielle's um, evolving vision, I, I thought, you know what? I mean, for the time being, I think the association 
needs to be in service of the organization, um, kind of supporting through its committee work whatever will eventually be decided the organization wants to be or wants to stand for or wants to have as its mission. So that, say, the um, estate committee will, and, and we've basically done that through the land summits, will put its insights in service of what Sultan needs and that um, housing will do that and that arts and culture will do that and it provides a particular North Star, I think, to focusing the, the committee work, outreach. If there were a retreat, there is such a broad field for outreach activity with whoever comes in here, how would we how would we capture people that have never been here? I think already when I see parents drop off their kids for the theater nights, you know, I mean, can't we collect their email addresses and just say, hey, this is where your kid has landed doing his or her theater work, but this is who we are. How can we tap into that? So I thought the committee work um, could maybe reorient itself a little bit more clearly toward whatever Sultan will be. And that would give us a focus of maybe a more grounded type. So that was my broader big picture thought. And uh, I'm now looking at Patrick and see what he wants to share with us here. So recently I communicated with Dahlia facilitate whatever the housing committee might need on her own and uh, that you know I feel like uh, that I could be used uh, serving the community elsewhere um, and that she's fully capable of uh, facilitating on her own and that I'm willing to be here as a friend to support her in any way. Um, but uh, I reached out to Rachel um, about possibly co-chairing the arts and culture committee <coughs> And Rachel actually uh, communicated that she would like it if I just were to take that over, if she were to hand that over to me, um, you know, if I would accept it. And I said, yes, of course, I, I would, um, after communicating with Dahlia. Um, yeah, so moving forward, uh, I would like to put my stuff out there. However, if there's an election, if somebody else wants to step in or if it's a easy in or fix, uh, you know, that's, that's news, I guess, for some of us in the room. I don't know, I'm moving forward, what, what the next step would be. So you would have to be elected in, you can step off any time from a chair position, but uh, you would have to be elected into a new position. Um, I have some specific thoughts also about the housing committee, which I, however, first want to be able to talk with Thalia privately about, if that's okay. Um, so I wonder whether we could pick this up at the end of next week's meeting. As such, it's great um, to hear, but um, I, I, yeah, I've really wondered about committee work, as you know, I've brought that a number of times into our conversations. So um, one larger question is really, are the committees we have the committees we need? Mm -hmm. Is that actually, you know, that was put together back when, in theory, just by a bunch of people, most of whom are no longer here. Um, and um, is that, what do we need? Um, we do need, I think, arts and culture and a bunch of other things. Um, it's been commented that we really miss Courtney here. Mm -hmm. um, as, you know, we haven't always done a great job, Thalia and Courtney, to really um, be able to, to accommodate a different way of working here that that makes it maybe a fuller and more satisfying experience but that's still a goal of ours mm -hmm. so 
how can the voice of um, you, Courtney, your friends, um, people in Phoenixville, how can that more strongly sound here? So one great idea was actually, it came up this morning uh, in, in conversation with Adrian, Adrian's idea, just to, um, to, to think of a, of, a, of a committee that is maybe self-advocacy or is um, bringing the voice Thalia that you currently carry on your own on behalf mm -hmm. of all your friends, mm -hmm. yes. maybe, yes, and maybe not, but mm -hmm. to really make this into something, to have almost a speaking for ourselves committee here that is maybe more based on, I don't know, your experience and your skills and what have you. So, I, so things like that, we need to think a little bit outside what we have gotten used to now and whether the housing committee still makes sense or not, I'm not really yeah, sure. I'm thinking that we're going to decide what if we should discontinue the housing committee and it's true that I may be moving on and I don't know if there are any things to talk about either. Uh, yeah. So these are all questions to think about and, and that I would want to pick up you know, in, in, in a broader sense, with more people having thought that through. Adrian, did you? I just want to say, as you said, that was my idea, just to say one thing I think it's important to say about that suggestion, and that is, which is a little bit of, of you know, I want to give the reflection of the, the retreat, uh, oh, whatever it was called, the board's retreat, actually, uh, strategic planning conversation, but I wanted to make sure that the context of, of thinking that there should be a um, advocacy committee is that I, I think that it's easy, I do it all the time, to think, oh, we're trying everybody to be, um, you know, because we are all human beings and equal human beings, but sometimes I need more help for some things and some people need more help with other things and to not pretend that we're all exactly the same. We're equal, we're not the same. And I think that one should always, um, particularly in, a, in, in some organizations like we are, that really have a history and a sort of a, a legacy of, of trying to make sure that, you know, we don't leave anybody out. Sometimes mm -hmm. you've got to almost like do a sort of a, you know, what do you call it, like a affirmative action type thing, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I think this is an example of that. So mm -hmm. I'm not trying to say, oh, there's, there's just, there's something special going on here. It's just like actually some, somehow you've got to, sort of uh, remember that if you don't take certain extra actions sometimes, then things just sort of fall away. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's where I'm coming from. I, I just want to make that clear. Thank Did you. anyone understand what I just said? <laughs> Are you looking forward to listening to this? <laughs> All right. Uh, well, do you have still a few minutes? Can we I've move? I've got three minutes because okay. uh, my person is like... 4.30. I'm really so sorry that it, it went out of my head. Can we briefly move over to the strategic planning board retreat that took place last Thursday? It was a 10 to 2 event. Lauren was there in her new capacity as secretary. Adrian was there in his millions of hats as secretary and EDs and CEO. And I was there too. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk right now, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, there's so many things to say. I think I'll just start with one of the first activities we did was um, working on a mission statement, and um, the two um, women leading it, who were two people who were doing the strategic planning, I can't remember, Suzanne and Deborah? Deborah and Suzanne. Okay. Um, <clears throat> they had this worksheet that I feel like everybody should have and should write down what they think, but it's sort of, um, it was laid out in the, you know, like, we are doing this because of this, for this, in this area, you know, with this outcome and with these resources, it was like this really clear way of thinking of the mission. And so Parsifal and Sultane both did it and they were very similar, it came out, so there was four different groups and, um, you know, we, we, I think it was just like a big realization, or maybe not for other people, but for me, that um, Parsifal seems to have this really, like, clean cut, this is our mission, and then Sultane's mission was very 
much similar to that, but what makes us different and like how can we set ourselves apart from that? So I think that's like a really important thing that I took from that to keep thinking about. I also realized that we have not a lot of time to do all these things. You know, they were saying 12 months, um, and that just seems like a very short amount of time. But um, it seems like there's a great group of people who are going to work on it. Um, then we were thinking about, um, we did another activity where we had to write a headline. You know, what, in five years, what would be a headline um, for Parsable Resulting? And that also, you know, some people wrote, pretty dire outcomes and that was also a reality check to like unless we do something now you know we're going to miss our opportunity or maybe it's not what we think we want and we actually need to do something different so um talked about financial things which <laughs> again there's a lot of question marks at the end but it's sort of just like here's where we think we are and let's figure out how we're going to do better and um that's like a very brief, I'm sure Adrian and Sabine have more specific things to say. Um, no, that sums it up, I think. I mean, I feel like it was just a, a, a major uh, process of people coming together, realizing this is, these are the questions, these are kind of what we think we want, um, but actually, uh, you know, we have sort of, spread ourselves out over so many different things. It's, it's like we've created a sort of a bit of a monster here and we have to sort of <laughs> try and like rein it in. Um, I, uh, I think that, yeah, some people got surprised by, oh yeah, this is actually kind of a big deal that we have to figure out and, and it's not like we have forever and it's not like we have a, like a, an unlimited amount of resources that we can just like, oh, maybe we'll do this, maybe we'll do that. It's like we actually have to do something relatively soon with these resources Otherwise, oops. So, you know, um, that's kind of, I, I feel like the, the mission, the, also the message was, was understood, and I, I would really appreciate it if uh, the people who were there um, could sort of somehow sort of filter that message through to everybody that, yeah, we're actually in a situation where we need to, to uh, act, um, but we need to figure out what to do, we can't just act. And that's, you know, that's going to be tricky, but... Um, I'm going to have to go, unfortunately. I know, I'm really sorry. I'll uh, listen to the rest of it. Thanks. Bye, Bye, -bye. Another thing, oh, sorry. Another thing that I noticed um, at the board meeting is that it seemed like, um, not it seemed like, it, this was the case that a lot of the board members didn't actually haven't heard any of these newer ideas, don't really know any of the newer people working here, don't really know what we're doing day to day, and, um, and I think that was really a missed opportunity to have this retreat without having them know these things beforehand. So um, it sort of came out that Sultan came out in sort of like a bad light, and Parzal came out in this very <laughs> brilliant light. So, um, and that was hurtful in a way, you know, just, um, we obviously want both organizations to do well, but to, feel like people were making judgments without all the information. It was, it was kind of a hard thing to sit through and also feel like, for me personally, that I couldn't, I mean, it was like my you know, first time being there, I didn't want to make waves. You couldn't <laughs> rectify it, is that what right, I mean? Right, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, that was, that was part of my experience there, yeah. Mm Um, I've probably been twice through these kinds of things in my time here in Sultan. Um, it's, it's always pretty special to get three boards together or two boards. In the past it used to be just two boards, but now it's three. Even though there's a lot of overlap, it's nonetheless people sitting there with different hats on. And um, what is really, what actually rang for me throughout the whole thing uh, what did they call it? The duty of loyalty? Mm -hmm. That when you sit on a board, you have a duty of loyalty to what the board is supposed to safeguard, over, you know, what the job is of that particular board. If people sit on two boards, you get a split duty of loyalty, and definitely when you sit on three. So that... Were there anybody there that were on all three? I am on all three. You're on all three. I am on all three, yeah. and I think um, Adrian is on all three. Yeah. Um, 
which is really left over from the past. We just needed to people yeah. up the boards. It really was never meant to go forward for a long time. But uh, that really makes a lot of sense to me that mm -hmm. we need to clean up duty of loyalty. Yeah. Um, and actually, I want to invite Lauren. Lauren, you brought such a lovely example. I made you share it in the full circle. So share it here Kristen again one more time. Before so with when Chris does it. <laughs> um, and you might relate to this a lot because you have long braided hair. Um, oftentimes I think of these organizations and, and cleaning them up and trying to figure out how we're also going to work together is that before you braid hair, typically you want to brush it out and make it you know, straight and orderly. And then once you've figured that out and you've done that, then you can go ahead and braid it back together. You wouldn't just like take a rat's nest and like try to braid it, you know. So um, it's just, that's the one you're... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really, that's something that I thought about a lot. Um, but yeah, I was going to say, just to add to that, the board members overlapping so much is just, um, I mean, it's like an obvious thing, but it's just when you're making a decision for an organization, but you, maybe that decision you make is better for Sultane than it is Parzival, or better for Sultane, Parzival than it is Sultane, how do you make that decision? Can you really, you know, you have to choose. And so she just was saying that not one single board member really should be overlapping. And that just gives you an idea of how few board members and a few ideas and few minds and few experiences that we're actually like um, missing an opportunity, I think, to have more people and more ideas coming in. So I think it's like the idea that we are gonna sort of split that apart a little and really have people de devoted and dedicated to these organizations and to also receive whatever resources and, and you know, knowledge that they have to bring, I think is like such an amazing opportunity, mm -hmm. so, yeah. So. so I really like to think that we are maybe arriving at the end of that ordering process of putting the three organizations into their own three strands mm -hmm. with the intention of braiding it back together. That is really, I think, the important piece that uh, I hope we all share. Um, I think the other thing I just want to raise here is really um, the reality of our financial existence here, especially on campus, but also with the enterprises in Phoenixville, that um, again, I'm always a bit at a loss. I think as individuals, we should be aware that this place uh, takes a lot of resources to really simply maintain to not fall into disrepair, to just keep floating along. That takes money, which we don't have, or which we currently don't take in. So I think that is a very sobering, but also helpful thought, that whatever we think about our future, it needs to involve bringing, creating income streams of, um, a somewhat significant nature, and not just a few dollars. So that was pretty stark, I thought. Um, even though I know it at the back of my mind, I, you know, to just sit there in that particular context, I found it helpful, even though it was uncomfortable. Yeah, but it, it, even if you just think about it, that this campus has done it before, where they were serving people that were paying money to be here. So we're, we won't have it in that capacity. People are going to spend seventy thousand dollars to be here a year, but um, it's been done before, and that we can do it again, but with a different marketing, different people, um, and not not. I mean, of course, it will always be inclusive, um, but we just we can. I think we can get back there again. It's going to take a lot of work. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah. I think so. It's just an ordering again. Yeah. It's it's a helpful focal point, you know, that we don't just. So when Adrian speaks about let's start small and build it up, that makes sense in one way and maybe not as much in another way. So we, we have to just think about it, um, how, to, how to go forward. I think the financial side is a really important piece, how to relate ourselves to ideas. We've arrived at the end of our time. Lauren still has something. I, to I just I wanted to nominate. Um, I know you were talking about committees and how we need to like maybe think about them, but um, I think the outreach committee is we're still going and we're still meeting. And I am not the chair anymore. And that can we just do a can we do a vote for for Krista? Is is this like a we're not? Would you like to any? leave the room <laughs> <laughs> while no, we do okay. that? Okay. <laughs> you want me to close my eyes? No, I'm. I'm yeah. Yeah, we actually okay, did say we would do that. Yeah.
Well, I think we're going to, okay. Okay. What? Okay, we can, you're saying? Yes. Well, because, yeah, I don't want to have everything hang over. If you don't mind, this was the first we hear today, so we'll do it next week. Is that okay? Sure. Or do you feel you want to be voted in on today? Uh, I mean, you brought up an interesting uh, question of how these committees uh, exist and if it's necessary for them to exist as they are. Um, it seems like the outreach committee, you know, is a pretty solid committee. Arts and culture, it's like, you know, what does that really entail? You know, there's subcommittees within the arts and cultures for, you know, social justice or very specific, you know, is it an umbrella committee or should it be broken up into other committees? Right. You know, so that's maybe a different conversation. Um, if we think outreach is still just needed and solid as it is, like, yeah, let's vote for Krista right now. But I feel like arts and culture maybe could be broken up into other committees. So hmm. if that's what we... But the idea would still to be have to, to still have an umbrella one, right? And we could... I think so. Maybe wait for that one, or, or we oh, can wait for both. I think we wait for both, okay. sure. just uh, just so that we all yeah. get yeah. on the same page. Is that okay? I'm sorry, Krista. It's I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not worried about it. I'm sorry yeah. if I complicated things. <laughs> no, complicated. you're fine. Okay. Our work will continue without a chair. <laughs> oh, we have a chair. It's just not a chair chair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just not an easy chair to sit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we can take the week to just ponder a little bit what you say. So this is, um, I'm, yeah, so we can just think about, and anybody can think about any committee and just bring forth um, some ideas of what they think uh, it should serve or not serve for that matter. It is speaking for ourselves and could be in a way a good idea. When Jim was here, we did have, I mean, of course, the, this Chester County chapter, but within the community we used to, but since he left, of course he's happy to be the advisor, the one in Phoenix for Chester County, but that's why we don't have any more the Onca Pustier insulting. Well, I don't want it to be a speaking for ourselves thing, I just wanted to put it into a context that you're familiar with. So, so I really would like to talk with you. Yeah. Um, but you sound excited. Yeah, we'll plan us the time this week, think they do until our next week's meeting here what we have to do. Yeah, we can do it right after this meeting. Yeah, yeah maybe we, we could, yes. Shall we let everybody go? Yeah. yeah. Do you all want to go home? <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you. Meeting adjourned. Ugh.